And now for the podcast that's whipping into your heart this holiday season. This is Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Watch me thwip, thwip, watch me nay nay. <laughs> Guys, they did it. They did it. They did it. They did it. That's all I have to say. Podcast over. I'm out. Bye. All right. I, yeah, I know, right? That's it. Yeah. It's like all the, the, the greatest so thing ever. Yeah. Very wow. true. Anyway, major. Hey, everybody. Hey. Happy New uh, Christmas Eve, 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 right? Happy Festivus. No. Right. Yeah, it's uh, technically it's winter, Festivus, yeah. Winter solstice, yeah. the whole thing. Um, what grievances do we have to air? <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Um, uh, uh, hey, everybody, uh, or, or one or two listeners, because I'm on there, so one of those four is me. I know a lot <laughs> of people were like, T, I want to come on, uh, but I haven't seen Spidey yet. But this is... Uh, this is something that we'll again we'll release as a uh, as an audio podcast. But welcome, uh, happy holidays, and we're going to be doing major major spoilers. So the one or two people that are on right now, get the hell out of Dodge. Everything... No, no. If hey. you didn't see Spider Man, you gotta go. If you saw right, Spider-Man, right, 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 if you right, don't right. care about spoilers, stick around because we're going to spoil the yeah. hell out of this movie. Yeah, if yeah. you manage to avoid links, the leaks, good on you. But we're about to ruin it big time. And uh, I just have one question. Have Do you have your headphones on? Oh, I don't. I should put my headphones on. Yeah, you should put your headphones on and then we can get started. I, I think that's fair oh, game. Echo going. Yeah. Oh, Not yet, but we will. I was going to say, though, as far as spoilers go, Technically, was anything really spoiled? Because all the leaks ended up being true. You know, it was the worst kept secret in Hollywood, and it still wowed and amazed me every single time. Even when I knew what they were doing, I was there for it. It was awesome. There was nothing better than this movie. Endgame was great. This was better. This was better. I like Spider-Man better than Endgame. I gotta agree. I I like Spider-Man better than Endgame. Because when they hit the fan service nostalgia points, they hit them poignantly in Spider-Man. They just they just landed every friggin' one of those big 747s in the middle of a firefight and they landed them perfectly. I I um it it was they everything felt purposeful. I mean, if I'm, and I'm not going to do it because if we want to go and take like a scalpel to this film and, and just to kind of sh- you know show that you know I, you know yes the 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 uh, the the pacing in the first act was completely off we could go and we could kind of do that but the the celebration of 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 like superhero films and what it means to be a hero in this. Is just so great. We don't. We don't need to even need to. I. I. I don't want to pull pull on. If you want to destroy my sweater, pull, you know. I. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. You know. See, I'll. I'll agree with something you said. You know, when we were having a phone chat about this the other day. Um, the the only real downfall of this movie is that it doesn't stand on its own. Right. It's very hard for this to be your first Spider-Man movie. Now you could piece stuff together and figure out who's who and whatnot but if you didn't see those other movies like i was talking to t last week that 
we saw the original Spider-Man in the movies the first night at midnight. Like, they didn't have 6 and 7 o'clock showings on a Thursday. Okay, it was midnight, yeah. or you had to wait till the next day. And, I mean, granted, I was in college. I had nothing going on on Fridays, so and Thursday night was the night out. We had a crew going at that point. We went. We were, like, rolling with, like, 10 people deep every time. Yeah, we you guys probably weren't even old enough to see a Star Wars, let alone a Spider-Man movie at midnight. I was old enough to see Spider-Man. But the thing is, like, that was back before you had you could reserve seats. You had to show up early. You had to get online. You know? Oh, yeah, we, we would be online, like, between 7.30 and 8 o'clock to get seats for could, a midnight show. And even, like, you couldn't buy your tickets online then, could you? You had to right. actually buy them at the movie theater. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's a whole other thing I'm, you had to Ariane, do. I don't mean to do tech stuff, but I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Is that just me, or is that everybody? Could be. Let me make sure my microphone is Yeah, connected. make sure you're set. You there you go. Set. It sounded like you're using a computer mic, not the, the mic mic. Yeah, sorry. All right. Get, and get closer to your mic, too, and maybe bring it closer. Um, so so we had a long conversation i was gonna i was gonna hit those points later in the podcast anthony but yeah and i I was kind of thinking about where does this movie rank in terms of like superhero films of all time right because you you have to consider that with this film right because i had to go back and i had to think of okay christopher reeve superman you know that's up there for me um, uh, you know, all these other ones that you have to kind of go in and think about, um, it's definitely, it's definitely, um, the best Spider-Man movie. I think it surpassed Spider-Man 2, which was very, I, I think Spider-Man 2 was probably just like a hair better than, um, than, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, but this is like, just jumps on top of that. Um, in terms of the MCU movies, it's top three MCU movies. I'm not saying it's not number one. I'm not saying it's number three, but because I can't really, I, I don't have the ability to kind of do that, like say, this is the best one. Um, but I think it's top three MCU movies. And I think it's 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 definitely, you know, obvi- it's definitely top 10 super movie hero movies of all time, that including everything, you know? Um, yeah, see, like, I, for me, I have two different categories when it comes to superhero movies. It's the ones that are the best and the ones that I enjoy the most, right? So, like, the ones that I enjoy the most, it's Infinity War, um, you know, it's Endgame, um, you know, the ones that I think are the quote-unquote best. Obviously, Dark Knight is is phenomenal. Spider-Man 2, X-Men 2, um, like you said, Superman. Like, those are great, great superhero movies. To me, this tops both those categories. Uh, and I I mean, it's probably because I'm partial to Spider-Man. That's, you know, yeah. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. That's, you know, I loved him as a kid. I still love it now. Um, you know, and if you throw Daredevil in a Spider-Man movie, that's going to do it for me. That's icing on the cake. But let, let me, before we move on, um, that that this film doesn't stand on its own is why I could never give it an absolute number one. I can't do it because because you need every single Spider-Man movie to be there to make this happen. You needed the knowledge the enti- of them. Or, or the, not the knowledge, the emotion of them, 
right? I no, mean, that's I, true. I, I, that, I, that's I, what I, it is. You had to I'm, have I'm, seen those movies. You right. had to. I and I re- revisited all of them before this movie. I watched every single one, every single live action one, and I hadn't seen the Andrew Garfield ones. And they were not good, <laughs> I will say. I thought they were really bad, but it's not Andrew Garfield's fault. And so I feel like this movie was their way of having him make up for that. Because he even jokes about it in the movie, how, you know, he's Peter Three, he's, you know, he's, he knows where he stands on the totem pole. And they acknowledge that in the movie. So... You you do well, have to have seen those movies. To let, let's get keep, back. Keep, to, let's hold off on Andrew Garfield because there's. I think there's a big conversation to be had about Andrew Garfield in this movie. But you know what? I'm gonna push back against what I just said and what you guys just said about it not standing alone. Right? Those other movies definitely supplement this. If you saw them in the movies 20 years ago and then you go see this when Tobey Maguire comes on screen, it you can't help but feel nostalgic and and just the warm feels all inside like it's just there right now spider-verse had nothing to go off of they did a good job you knew who everybody was coming in here's you know spider-ham here's nicholas's cage spider-man here's and that was great too this does the same thing it just has supplemental material so i'm curious to see with someone who's never seen this or never seen any of the other spider-mans and this is their first spider-man movie what they would think you would probably have to ask a child, you know, a small child. I mean, I was going to say, you know, my, my kids, right? Like my son, my older one, he knows who Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire are and that they're Spider-Man. I mean, there's videos all over the place because my little one just watches Spider-Verse music videos on YouTube. Like my algorithm is all Spider-Man stuff. I was so scared about something being spoiled because of the algorithm <laughs> of what he watches, not what I search or what, what he sends <laughs> and everything. Um Oh my gosh, my algorithm is completely, completely effed because of my son going, uh, looking at D Billions videos. If you want to see, like, and I've begun to love it, but it's like, one, D Billion, two, D Billion, and every time I go in and I, and I see something, it's crazy. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to continue. No, no, no. I, I, that was basically what I was saying that, you know, um, yeah. to, I think you're right, Ariane. I think it has to be a kid who has no idea what any of this stuff is. Well, um, Kate, just didn't, coming in. Kate didn't realize that and she didn't she was like, didn't know who Andrew Garfield was and that he played Spider-Man. Um, now, and Kate watches a lot of movies. It was kind of like this weird hole in her knowledge. But I don't know that a lot of people like I, I think those I think the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies are underrated. The first one I like and I think is actually good. The the second one is, is pretty terrible. The first one I think they're both pretty bad. I think the second I think the second one is worse. And I'm actually surprised to see how many people disagree with me. Like a lot of people like the uh the second one more than the first one. And I just think it's worse, a lot worse. Um but again, I think the, that's not I think Andrew the, Garfield's fault. I think the worst thing about Spider-Man 2 is Jamie Foxx tried to do a Jim Carrey Riddler. And, yeah. And that was like absolutely well, the worst. That's a trope. That that happens a lot. Like there's a nerdy supervillain, nerdy to, you know, whatever pipeline. Like there's and, and so it did, like there, It didn't follow weird. the tone of the first one because the first one they tried to soft Christopher Nolan in it 
and then not full Christopher Nolan, soft Christopher Nolan, the first one. And then they went into the second one and it didn't really, it never, it never found its tonal center is what it, what happened to that. And they were, and Sony, about... I think it's, and oh, I sorry, think, I, and I think that, that, that Spider-Man two really suffered from like Sony's interference in the, in the franchise. And I, I just want to, and whenever we talk about Spider-Man and I'm going to repeat this, every podcast we talk about Spider-Man, he is the 100% most popular superhero there is. And this is by the metric, I'm saying this is by the metric in terms of toys sold. Now, Batman, you're going to be like, Batman's really popular. He's the most popular DC. Spider-Man alone, without any other Marvel toys being sold, Spider-Man alone outsells all DC, including Batman, in terms of toys. Do you remember Spider-Man, like, candies that would come with, like, the tattoos? on them like batman didn't have those spider-man always had those <laughs> like i think i think they might have been candy cigarettes or something too which is like weird but i had i was covered in spider-man tattoos as a child because of like those things um but no i think t's right spider-man is definitely probably the most popular superhero worldwide by far and and, and, and you know we could always say this the same things about him being relatable, he's more closer. He's closer to the age of kids who are reading comic books, um, uh, and now there's a lot of heroes that are young, you know, and that. But that's why they put Robin in. That's why they put Bucky in, so that a kid could put themselves in their position. But this was the lead. He wasn't a sidekick, right? right. He wasn't little Spidey off to the side. Um, but I want to jump right to the core of, and, and I'll, then I'll back off because I think I'm steamrolling again. Um, I want to jump to the core of why I think this is a great movie um, that I even haven't said it yet, but I cried three times during this movie. But I think this is at its core where I came out and it's like meaningful to me in terms of like as just as much of as an art house film is, you know, we see this thing with, you know, cops having, you know, the Punisher thing on their vehicles and and. It, and 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 people liking people like the Punisher and all these '90s uh, extreme superheroes that that will do the killing that no one else will do and all this extrajudicial killing and all these things. These well, it's the not, Fight Club, Fight Club theory, right? The, these these Punisher is not a hero. The Punisher well, it's, is a, it's the misinterpretation. Uh, the public Punisher. The Punisher started as a villain, and he needs to be stopped. The Punisher is a villain and he needs to be stopped. And in this film, you have your hero, and this would work anywhere, that all the antagonists who are looking to kill him, to looking to make him suffer, he turned around and tried to save their lives. And he saw the broken people underneath. And it's really thing because, you know, me mental illness is done so terribly in superhero movies all this all the time. And, you know, now they're going to say, well, it's, you know, Doc Ock had the thing and they make the explanation. And there was this like whatever green mists that the, the Green Goblin had. But it's this idea that going in and that they're human beings and that the humanity of of the villains and that. And that Spider-Man had to stand up to Doctor Strange, arguably one of the most one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe, and 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 he 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 just fought his way through, and he stuck by his guns, and he was challenged. His 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 moral center was challenged, and and he really 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 felt 
to kill the Green Goblin. But in the end, he's a hero because beyond any of these other things, like, you know, when, when did our superheroes become Rambo? You know, and and this kind of idea, that idea of of you know trying to save these people is it it, it it's I, I'm stunned that 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 this the culture where we find ourselves in now has space for this, and then the audience kind of and I'm getting teary right now that the audience cheering so much when our when, theater was like the best theater because I talked to other people. And like, oh, it was fine. It was cool. I'm like, we just had a good theater. I, I mean, there's a I, there's a show, video showing those videos with people. I'm sure there was a lot of theaters out there for a go wild. There's one video I seen online. It's like 20 seconds long. And I mean, I could post it with the show notes and stuff. It's just people going nuts. And I mean, to the point where you couldn't hear dialogue because everybody was going that crazy. Um, <laughs> and we just and I mean, I don't do that. Like, I didn't do that in Endgame. Like, when when Cap picks up the hammer, that was awesome. But I'm not, like, cheering. When Andrew Garfield, when Matt Murdock, when Tobey Maguire, when they all showed up and... We shouted. We, yeah, we were, we were high-fiving. I mean... <laughs> like, I, we didn't even see Daredevil yet. We just saw the, the his the, stick the stop on the, the thing. We were like, wah! Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, at the end of the movie, when it's the three of them swinging around in, in the one shot, and it's all three sweeping around for the first time... I, I said to T, this is the greatest thing I've seen in my life. And, <laughs> and, I, and, and you know, I was, I like, was that guy yup. in the theater. I was like, yup, yup. Uh -huh. like, I'm like, you have two kids and a wife, and this is <laughs> the greatest thing you've seen. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been, I, I, I've been, I got married, I am married. Um, no offense, babe, but you're not Spider-Man. This was awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I mean, I, it was I, just to warn know, everybody cool. who's listening. This is going to be a love letter for the next however long this is going on. Yeah, if you're here point. to hate, if you're here to provide any hate in this movie, just Ariane will push a couple of criticisms, but we're probably pushed back really well, hard. I'm, here, I'm yeah. here to be nice. I'm here to be nice first. Nothing's perfect, but I'm here to be nice. Oh, wait, um, no, no, nothing's a perfect to, to go off like what T said about the compassion um, for for the, the villains. Um, here's my favorite thing about this movie in particular. So there have been criticisms of the other two Tom Holland movies um, about the tech suits and the Iron Man Jr. stuff. Uh, like, I don't know if you guys clocked that joke in the beginning that was just they they had like a magazine cover that said Iron Man Jr. Um but I think my favorite thing about this movie that they did was that the person that to uh, that uh Spider-Man that Peter was trying to live up to wasn't Tony for once. It was Aunt May. Like Aunt May has not been the kind of person that has been really relevant in these movies. It's she's always just been like here's a hot lady. Um, but they actually made her into something, which I, I really appreciated. And Peter actually was like, he, he lived up to like, she was the one who convinced them to save them. She was the one who did that. Cause he was like, fine. He was almost fine with letting them go. But she was like, you have to do something. Like when, uh, Green Goblin came to like, 
came to feast and he was like disoriented and stuff like that. She's just like he's a he's a guy that needs help and you need to help them. Um she she got to give the responsibility line. And she also became and, the Uncle Ben. And that makes me think there is no Uncle Ben in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, there was that suitcase that I showed you guys that they had in Far From Home. That's the only reference to Uncle Ben. And there was that one line that Peter said was, after all Aunt May, after all she, Aunt May, has been through. Yeah. So there was some kind of tragedy. Tragedy. That he repped yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Right. And everybody's no assuming it was Uncle Ben, but... There's no explicit mention of Uncle Ben, but in this case, they make Aunt May the Uncle Ben, which I think is is more yeah. painful, more right. painful, knowing how important she is to Peter. Um, but I think it's good that she's the one who gets to live up, that P gets to live up to her her ideals. Right. Because if it was Tony, Tony's all about putting the the suit of armor around the world. He would have sent those guys back to get killed. Right. He's like, this is a threat that is that is cataclysmic. We know nothing about. Send them back. He would be 100% in agreement with Doctor Strange. Right. Because Tony's all about protecting the world. And in this case, Peter listened to Aunt May and was just like, we can fix them. We can help them. And even the other Spider-Mans coming through you know, when Peter's at his lowest because Aunt May got killed and he's all about vengeance and anger and stuff like that, they're they're like, we know how you feel. They know exactly how he feels because they they're all the same person. They've all been through tragedy and they're trying to help him not give in to that those darker impulses. Which is why that rooftop scene is the best scene in the movie. Oh, it is the best scene in the movie. And That's hands been, down the. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If everything else didn't work, that scene worked. Yeah, and and and, and like if it was Tony Stark, the movie would have been over because he would have just hit the button. And I love that hit the button, don't push the red button box. That at any point in the film. Peter could have been like, all right, I, I, it's done. Hit the button. It's too much for over. me. It was yeah. over. It would have been over. The whole plot, everything. But he didn't hit that button. And and they 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 solved the problem with with science and compassion. And with his yep. friends. Because that's another thing. That's another thing. The other Spider-Man movies, I get, have to, you know, do what they got to do. But... Peter basically had no other friends besides Harry Osborn in those other movies, as far as I could tell. And high school wasn't really a thing in those other movies. But the good thing about the Holland trilogy with the homecoming and the far from home and this is that high school is important. You know, it's going to the party and having a crush on a girl and uh getting into college things like that like are given just as much as importance as like saving the world which is the whole point of spider-man he has to have a balance between his regular life and his superhero life and this is the first time in any of the other versions that i felt like okay this matters to peter and the whole reason he does what he wants what he does is to get his friends into college he does he he makes this sacrifice 
because he loves MJ and Ned so much. And that to me was, I'm like, that's great. That's amazing. He's, he wasn't even thinking about himself. He was thinking about his friends. Right. And about their future. Very true. I think, I think it's good. I think it's good, you know, and we see the other kids even get involved. Flash Thompson is is a little shit the whole time. <laughs> Flashpoint, we're gonna Flashpoint, Flash yeah, gonna be in Multiverse of Madness. You heard it here first. That would that would be pretty sweet if they could pull I, that off for sure. I think I think they're taking the joke too far. I think it was just the... I, I okay, Anthony, you everybody go back into old podcasts. I was saying this like two weeks before that movie came out, before that joke was landed. Because all DC and Marvel have to do is you get three seconds of one of our heroes, we get three seconds of one of yours, no dialogue. They can just run past the screen. You could have Michael Keaton as the Vulture, as Batman, running through uh, Multiverse of Madness, right? As, as I mean, Birdman. <laughs> as <laughs> Birdman. Might, as, might as well throw that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> all three with of his, them. All three of them Oscar standing in there. his hand. Like... <laughs> But I mean, th- there might be something to that, T, because there are some heavy-handed um, DC jokes in the last couple Marvel movies. I mean, the Eternals had two big Eternals ones. Eternals had two, yeah. Right, it had the Superman one and the Alfred one. Um, you know, now this yeah. had Flashpoint. So, I mean, do you think? Yeah, they're probably poking we'll get fun. A Marvel versus DC agreement. You think eventually? That'll think be, if, be if we ever do. That'll be a one-off. Oh no, I'm sure it'll be a one-off, but I'm sure the studios would have to come to an agreement to be like, okay, we're gonna do this. Who knows? Uh, how I mean, far it would be cool future. now if if it's gonna happen. Now's the time because everybody's digging deep into the multiverse, and in five years from now, there's gonna be multiverse fatigue, and everyone's gonna want to move on and keep it keep things simple again. Put Pandora back in its box. See, here's right. here's what I think about the ending, though, of this movie. And I know there's a lot to talk about. We haven't even touched on Doctor Strange or anything like that and, and that whole stuff. Or, but I think, or the villains. Yeah, or the villains. We haven't even touched on them. But I think the ending of this movie is a little open-ended. Because I think, depending if Marvel and Sony can, like... Uh, cool out whatever's going on with them because remember this almost didn't happen remember like tom holland like had to get involved to like make sure that marvel and sony could or disney and sony could come to an agreement well this definitely felt like if it ended it's it's okay like it's a clean break you know what i mean i I feel like they could have they could have mcu movies that spider-man would never show up in again and it would be well he's basically divorcing the avengers now that's what it is He's he's free from the Stark tech, which I love. Yeah. He's free from the Stark tech. He has his own suit that he made. Thank freaking God. And he's free from the Avengers because they don't know who he is anymore. Well, see, here here's the the conundrum, I guess, right? They would still know who Spider-Man is. They wouldn't know who Peter Parker is. Right. The spell at the end is to make everyone forget Peter, Peter Parker. Parker, not forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man or forget that Spider-Man is Peter, any of that kind of stuff. It's just to forget yeah. Peter Parker. And here's here's an, here's a thing about that, that I, this is, this is like a little criticism. This is something I wish they had done in the beginning. When Peter goes to Doctor Strange and tells him, I want people to forget I'm Spider-Man, I wish Doctor Strange had said like, okay, 
everybody will forget Peter Parker in six. And then Peter would be like, wait, 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 that's too much. That's too, too much. And like, he was already like fixing the spell. He was like, all right. Well, I'll well see, he, no, no. See, here, here's the thing. In the beginning, it was forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes. That's the original spell. Yes. The spell at the end of the movie is for everybody to forget Peter Parker. They're different spells. No, I know. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I wish it would have started at that like peak that everybody would forget Peter Parker exists. Because that's because understandably Peter would be like, that's too much. And then Dr. Strange would be like, okay, everybody forgets Peter Parker is Spider-Man. He'd be like, okay, fine. But then he's like, no way. I want Aunt May to know. I want MJ to know. I want Ned to know. And that and like and then everything would stay the same. Because then at the end of the movie, when Doctor Strange brings up, the only way to fix this is that everybody would forget you would exist. Because then Peter would have to consciously make that choice knowing what it means. Knowing he was offered that in the beginning and it was too much for him. But now he knows it's the only proper choice. Because it felt arbitrary to me that everybody would forget he exists. Because why would that? Why would it be that? Why not forget Peter Parker's Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man still exists. Because because everybody that was coming through knew Peter knew Parker. Peter it's Parker. not that they knew Spider-Man. So it's no. everybody from every universe that knows who Peter Parker is. So I thought it was I thought no. it was everybody who knew Peter Parker. Peter Parker was, was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That was specifically no. what. Yes. No, because yes. Electro does no, because Electro didn't know that um Andrew Garfield was that's Spider-Man. A, that's a plot hole for some reason. I no, it's I, not. I, I, think, you know think about it. Think I about don't it. Mind the plot holes. But but think about it. It's, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm certain if we watch it again, like I'm I'm like ninety-nine percent certain that that's the case. If but, if there's anybody in the chat who who has seen this and remembers this, like please like confirm this because I'm almost certain. It's that for people but, who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. But it doesn't add up because how many people right. knew that Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire were Spider-Man? It was very small. Well, the villains knew, which is the point. Oh, we're so talking about uh, uh, but, like but an no, infinite no, no. number of Spider-Man in an infinite number of multiverses. Maybe there was, there was, there was places where he was just telling everybody. You know, and all these people are coming through. Maybe there I mean, was a Spider-Man who wasn't wearing a mask, and the, all those villains thing. were. Coming that's the thing. I mean, we we can't possibly okay. know out of all the the multiverses. You know. See that that's possible, but you have to go based on what the movie gives you, and the movie gives you three Spider-Men. Yeah. It doesn't give I, you twenty-seven Spider-Man, right? I, I, you know and, what? I I think I I think. I Here, think long-haired camel agrees with me that it, that he thought it was just Peter Parker too. He said he thought he's not 100% sure. So like we got to like Where's the chat here? We got we got to find here. the wording, the exact right. wording right. because the wording is specific. My whole point is that I wish that offer would have been given in the beginning of the movie. That way we would have known that that was an option. Not a, not a not some last resort thing given I, at the I, end I, I think we're getting bogged down in 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 and plot holes and and making sense of magic, you know, because you know there's it's magic for a reason. You can't make well, sense. It's of like it. the time you travel know? in Endgame, like that. That is complete freaking nonsense. Like it, like. Well, it just well, I, I mean, it just said the time travel. It just said that it, every time you travel back in time, you change something, you create an alternate reality. But I mean, 
like uh but it time but this travel isn't time travel though it's the merging of universes it's different so time travel and all this stuff is magic because it doesn't exist because you you, you it, it's scientifically impossible right so so when we're doing this it's not to make sense of this stuff it's for narrative purposes to put our 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 our, our characters in situations where they can consider their interior lives right so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I, I, you know, don't pull the sweat. Don't, 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 you know, don't ruin my sweater. You know, um, <laughs> well, either uh, way, and because there's a lot, I think there's a lot of plot holes in this film, um, and a couple of things that don't make sense. Um, yeah, you know, you like, know, it doesn't make the most sense. The, Jamie Foxx's sin- hair, but, but no, like, uh, no, 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 it's the sinister sticks, but there was only five of them. That's yeah. the well, that's the most egregious sin of this movie. <laughs> right. But 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 like but like it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. I'm yeah. basking in the glow of all of its flaws. Um, I've heard some theories that the Electro that appears in this movie is not necessarily the same Electro we know from the amazing But they made fun of his hair anyway, and they said, how did yeah. that thing happen with your hair? And when he first yeah. showed up, he was blue. He was right. blue, but he had... He know, said, I like myself hair. in this he had universe. A different, yeah, he's like, I like myself in this universe. So it's just like, I don't know what changed. So I don't know. I yeah, feel, when when I he feel was like doing the Dr. Manhattan did, construction himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. constructing himself. They did, they did something different with Electro War. For some reason, his personality and appearance changed in this particular universe in a way that wasn't the same as the others. But he was I more confident. Only, they only did that, I think, because they wanted to include Jamie Foxx, to be quite honest. To be quite honest. They they had to include Jamie Foxx. I think that's what it was. They had to find a way to, loop, to loophole him in. And loophole him in a way that he didn't look so stupid like he did in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's literally it. They're like, fuck it, loophole. <laughs> I, I would have been the same thing. It doesn't matter because once you start introducing... The, the multiverse of everybody, you know, all rules are out the window because it's just, it doesn't matter. You know, what matters is, and I think we're going to, you know, we really should get to this is that I've seen so many of these crossovers. I've seen so many superhero films where all these heroes are in a room and they're just standing there posing with nothing to do. And, really nothing important to say other than clunky expositional dialogue to forward the plot. Or um, but in this film, every moment that the three Spider-Men were together, there was such character reveal, nuance, how, talking about how they're the same, talking about how that they're different, talking about their essences and cores, and that and that, you know, that rooftop scene, and then the the other scene when Tom Holland's Spider Man wasn't there. It was just uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, and um, and and Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, and they're talking, and and it's like they gave, they they showed such love for these characters, and 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 every single and for the old movies too, and for the yeah. old movies. They gave them resolutions because both didn't Toby Maguire them. and Tom Holland didn't get a really good resolution. 
they were they were left in these like kind of weird awkward situations that didn't really that was it was a shame that both of them like wa- walked away from those pl- places and it was with... un- and it was unfair to them too right. i mean like i said it's not their fault shit happens in in this industry deals fall through movies fail it happens but i think it's unfair because then like like revisiting these movies like especially revisiting the rainy ones i feel like people try to blame them for like the failures of the movies and it's just like it's not their fault i don't think anybody blames sam raimi for spider-man 3 no no yeah. i mean spider-man watching- 1 and 2 are very good and Everybody, Spider- Spider-Man Three is not that bad because I watched Spider-Man Three recently, and I watched the editor's cut, and I'm like, man, they're really trying here. They're really trying to make something work. They're really Listen, trying. You can the you only good thing agree in... with me all you want, but it's just like I'm serious. They're really trying the, to make the something Venom work. stuff is not good. The the emo dancing stuff is not good. The, the only emo really good stuff th- is fine. <laughs> It's it's not bad at all. It makes sense in the story. People take it out of context for years and years, and they like to make fun of it. What do you? How do, how how are people taking it out of context? People because no one would actually dance scene. down the street. Exactly. That's the point. People have posted <laughs> that scene over and over on the internet for years to be like, oh, "Isn't this stupid?" And it's just like, "Of course it's stupid." That's the point. It's the uh, thing. Yeah. People take it took it so uh, seriously it was, it was for no to- reason. Totally, completely. Haywire and, it's, and, and it's less corny. the yeah. dancing is that yeah, Sp- Spider Man come. It, it, this is what bothers me. It bothered me even more about anything. It's when Peter Parker sat down and just started playing piano. Yeah, because it wasn't Peter. It was the it was the it was the symbiote doing that to him. Here's what the symbiote did in Spider Man Three, and here's what it people didn't like it because what does the symbiote do? It enhances. No, Ariani, tell us. that's my that's my tom hardy doing venom it enhances what's already in you and what is toby mcguire peter parker a A 40 year old jackass by the third one no he's like only like 30 (laughs) he is a dork a complete dork and the whole thing with him dancing and playing piano and being a freaking jackass was that he thought I'm cool, and he's not. That is the point. And people it, took it, it so it, seriously. That, right, that, Peter that Parker film, is not cool. Spider Man is cool. The exactly. pacing, right? It was it was a crowded film. That's the pa- true. The pacing was off. That's the pacing true. was off. Venom. Was Sandman was good. Shoehorned in. Sandman, that's the that was the problem. They shoehorned in Venom. Right. And Sam Raimi tried his best to make something out of something he didn't want. And that's what happened, and that's I why say, I yeah. can't really hate it. That's why I can't. Wasn't really it hate supposed it. to be Ben Kingsley as the Vulture? That's what he wanted. Well, that was Spider Man Four. That was the rumor uh, that Spider Man Four would have been Ben Kingsley <laughs> as the Vulture. And and um, what's his name? I mean, I there was a, they I mean, had a there's some great moments. There was some great in Spider Man Two. They had then he wasn't he in Spider Man One? I think Spider-Man he was. He's in oh, all of them. He no, has like a he, scene. Yeah, yeah. He's um, professor. But, I forget uh, his name. I forget um, the actor's name, but he was supposed to be lizard. that thing. I mean, that thing with the Sandman, and even with the the dated CGI that's there, that thing with Sandman trying to build his consciousness and his physical form back from a pile of sand, and that how slow, good. and how slowly they 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 allowed that to take place, and they gave that scene room to breathe. 
I really, I really, yeah, thought, thought that was great. And I, I love, um, um, I want to say not Hayden Christensen. What's his name? Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden, Hayden, Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, um, he, I, I, I love him and everything. Um, uh, and no, he's, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that you know that was great. But I mean, the man of the match, the MVP of this movie, hands down, is Andrew Garfield. Wow. Oh, 100 percent. What? What? Yeah. What? He and, he and, outsold. <laughs> and and you know what? We saw it in the trailer. We saw MJ falling, and everybody knew said that's going to be Andrew Garfield is going to be the one to save her. And we knew it was coming. We all knew. But then when it happened, he, he got her. It. And they yeah. didn't go, they didn't go off. They went back down. And he said, Are you okay? And then MJ was like, No, are you okay? Are you okay? And, and then he he guffawed the And then I did the same thing in the audience. And I was that was like, wow, that that, was, that's, that's, the, that's the one that got me. That's yeah, what got me. That was the gut punch to me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Because you would expect them to be cocky, and you, right. and then it's a, it's a moment of vulnerability, and it's right. like, okay. And and and, and you know what? I, love Andrew Garfield. I I really like as a human being right now because, like, what he, in in like one of these things about Spider Man. Are you going to be a Spider Man? Are you not going to be a Spider Man? Blah 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 blah. And he says he said so, and he took the opportunity to say like these major corporations that are doing everything it's all about money and destroying the planet and we can't allow that to happen and he brought that into these interviews saying that kind of thing and I was like wait you know thank you for using your platform to say something like that because I think what happened he had an awakening I think during that Spider Man Amazing Spider Man two where he was supposed to go to Japan to some investor meeting and stuff. And he just said, fuck it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, and well, that's, and he was kind of like fired. He, it was like yeah. one of those things he knew he would be. Oh, or something like that. But it was like, you know what? He's like, I'm done. And you know what? He, and then he, in the end he wins because he comes back and he does this performance and, and, and during the comeback, he's talking about the problem of money. Right, because it's the problem of money, you know. You know, it, it, I don't mean. Sorry, I'm getting like. You know. Which ironically, it's going to be the biggest movie of all time. Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, right. In any case, here's here's what here's what it is with the, the second biggest opening Spider-Man. weekend of all time in the middle domestic, of a pandemic. Domestic opening weekend, third biggest internationally, which is biggest December uh, opening. Only ever. third place. Only a bronze medal. Third. <laughs> Only it's half a billion big, dollars? Oh, what? it's it's the biggest. It can't be number one. Ever. Yeah. Here's the thing: money, money is not the most important because lots of movies make money. Doesn't always mean they're good. This, at least, I think, is worth the money. In my opinion, yeah. it is worth the money. Um, but so here's, here's the thing the about thing. the Andrew. Wait, I have a point about Andrew okay, Garfield. Okay. So here's the thing of your point to him calling out the investors and stuff like that. I think another thing that turned people off to the Andrew Garfield movies was that it was a cynical thing by to- by by Tony by Sony to do because Sony has to keep making Spider-Man movies 
if not, they're going to lose the rights to them. And it goes back to Marvel, which is now right. owned by Disney. It's a cynical thing for them. They have to keep making these movies or else they're going to lose them. It's the same thing with why 20th Century Fox was making the X-Men movies. They had to keep making them so they well, could keep that, It's all those right-related movies, right? That's why exactly. Marvel was never able to make those films. No, and that's why, it, it, that's why sometimes the quality of what you get is not always great because it's just a cynical way to hold on to something. Who gives a shit? If the movie's good or not, we keep the rights and we can keep making money off of it. Because those Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield movies made a lot of money. They were not good, but they made like $700, 800000000 million. That's I think there was good money. stuff in them. I think there was a lot of good stuff in them. In any case, Spider-Verse is still the best one for me, in my opinion. Like, that to me is still untouchable. Better than, the better than Far From Home. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, No Way no, Home. Yep. For sure. Oh, wow. Just for the reason that Spade said, it can't really stand on its own too good. Spider Verse can, and Spider Verse looks I mean, phenomenal. I, 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 I can I can quibble about the MCU, you know how they film stuff. I can quibble about that. I can't do that. With oh, Spider and you do. I sure do. <laughs> I will do no, it. But listen, Spider Verse is great. The animation is groundbreaking. It's an awesome Spider Man movie. Yeah. This is better. Yeah. Well. That's your opinion. Did you cry? Case. I know. Did you, did you cry during Into the Spider Verse? Me? Yeah, man, no. I actually did. I did. When? I, I don't. When I watched it, uh, the the Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith gets me. I don't, even, I don't every remember. Every time. Leap of Faith gets me every I mean, that's, time, bro. That's cool. I, I wouldn't remember. call that emotional. That's when I, Miles Morales jumps gets, off the roof. Yeah, and that gets me every time because the whole point, I mean like that's that's what I love about that movie even more it's that and this movie kind of touches on that where like anybody can be the hero. There's a whole multiverse well, of Spider-Man's out there. There's and, a multiverse that's out why... there where yours, you know, that's a part of that. But I think I think Spider-Verse nails that better. I think But see that that's why I thought you were going to say it's the scene where they killed Peter Parker in Spider-Verse where he gives Miles the whole speech about what he needs to be. Um, if any scene would have got to me, it would have been that one. That's um, Leap, Leap of Faith really gets me, because I feel like that's the moment where Miles comes into his own. And also, like, I, I like Miles Morales because I'm Latina. I'm Afro-Latina. Like, that means something to me. That means a lot to me. So... Yeah, I'm, a Lati I'm Latino, and, and it means a lot to me, too. Um... So uh, that, but, that means more to me than just. I'm, you know, I'm basically Peter Parker. Yeah, <laughs> I have uh, something to say. Ah, yeah. <laughs> All right, the man in the chair. All right. Go for so, it. Man in the chair. You know. <laughs> when you you pull, you say that Into the Spider Verse didn't make you cry. I still don't necessarily think like making you cry should be a measurement of how much you like a movie. You know, I agree. it should be something like how excited how involved with the story or how involved with you know the characters within the story in the world that's the measurement of what makes a good film not necessarily yeah. and did like, you cry you know like remember spade in the beginning you said like there's a for you there's superhero movies in two categories there's like you know the elite you know the best of the best like superman the movie Right, Dark Knight, things like that, you know, and then versus what you enjoy, which gets to you like like the, like the 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 crowd pleasers. I right. think I think you know. It, for me, Spider Verse is 
one of those best of the best things, you know. Maybe maybe if not for everybody, it's a crowd pleaser. Like my friend Alan isn't here. He doesn't like Spider Verse because the animation gave him a, like it bothered him, you know. Some people don't like that sort of thing. But to me, that movie still it ticks all the boxes of what I want in a superhero movie. Okay, so so three point you're one hundred percent right. We were just uh, you know we were asking that question. I guess I asked that question because I haven't been so emotionally invested in the movie in a movie in a long time that I would I, I would get so enraptured in it and 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 not just cry we once would, cry cry numerous times. That um, we would, I, but I think getting, that's not. I I think that's not that's not the disease. That's a symptom of a really good movie that 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 took place. So that's just one example. I'm guess I'm cherry picking from it. The difference. I think I when you think, said "cry" was the wrong words. Yeah, I think you meant what made you emotional. emotional. Right, right. But I mean, I was Maybe saying "cry" because I, you know, right. just to make good, good podcast. Right, but men, men um, cry. Oh, men I, can I, cry. I, I was, and we I was, did. We I was did. Overwhelmed. Right? <laughs> I was overwhelmed. I love Spider Verse, so I feel I'm in a position right now to say something negative about so i love my spider verse i love miles morales i hope the next spider solo spider-man movie will be either andrew garfield or toby mcguire you know uh, mentoring miles morales i i i'm i'm crossing my fingers for that here's the thing my one criticism of uh, of into the spider verse first and second acts are great the third act was just another third act yeah, but no way, no, no, no way, good. no way home, no way home. A a a kind of jumbled, messy first act that this movie just got better and better and better as it went on. It just started going up into the Spider Verse. Started great and great and great, and it was great through the second act. And that final fight was like I'm just watching any other cartoon. Nah, and, I, and then, I I don't agree with that. Not I, a bit. I mean, what what's what was so great about the final fight in 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 uh, bring tell it convinced me why that final fight in no way I mean in in, in into the Spider Verse was exceptional. It's where Miles Morales is showing uh, his uh, father that he can handle it and be you know be a Spider Man that. He doesn't need, like, to be, uh, like, how do you say, uh, he doesn't need to be, like, sort of, I don't know, uh, uh words. Like, his was overprotective. His exactly. Wanted... It's yeah. him, like, proving well, it to his dad, you know? It was, Coming it... into his own. Exactly. Uh, well, right. And those emotional stakes are there. That makes it a really good movie, an exceptional movie. But the third act fight. Third act fight was looks a, phenomenal. It, There's things you just, can do in it's animation. It's just splash screen after splash screen. Yeah, I, but you I can't did, I did. possibly recreate live action. There's just things you can't possibly. I don't know. No way home. I, 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 thought, with, I expected the, more the from trains. the final. I'm going to be honest. I expected more bang for my buck for the final fight in in mm. in Into the Spider Verse. I just thought it was like yeah. I expected so much, and 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 then I was like, it, yeah, it's just the same people like kind of ba bouncing back and forth. You guys just want to nitpick because no way. No, 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 no. Nitpick. Don't even dare. Don't even dare do that. Because I'm not nitpicking the movie because I precluded this by saying I'm not nitpicking the movie. What I'm saying is this, that that 
No Way Home. I mean, uh, uh, No Way Home. Just that. I haven't seen such a powerful third act where there's so every single movie. The third act is so formulaic, and I'm not. I'm like, okay, we have to get through the big explosions, and and I'm more interested. I'm more interested in the denouement than I'm actually in the fight. And this, the the the, the emotions were all there. Every single frame, every single moment had so much the stuff. The emotions were there, but you know what? I'll still nitpick. Looked muddy. <laughs> Looked like mud because that's well, how, what you how, do how, do how do you say? How do you say Ariani? Yawn? Is that how you say it? Yeah, yawn. Okay. Looked yeah. muddy. And that's not to say yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, I'm yawning at your comment. That was me yawning at your comment. No, it was the greatest thing yeah, I've ever yeah. seen in my life. All right, fine. If, there's, if, if you could see it. But <laughs> here's the thing. I had We're, we're not going to get into the bald reaction. conversation because it'll take over the whole thing. We were oh watching in theater. No, let's not even had a terrible go into that. And... All right. Let's, he... Wait, wait. We got some questions in the chat. Let's address the chat. So question yeah. number one, does Marvel or Universal own the Hulk? Um, so Marvel. Hulk rights, I believe, are with Universal, but Marvel can use the Hulk in any MCU-related property as long as it's not a Hulk movie. I think it's the same thing with with Saiti oh. Namor. So they can't do a solo Hulk movie. Is that why Ruffalo right. hasn't had? That's why there hasn't been a, a Hulk movie, right? Because Universal owns the distributing rights, so it, it has to do with a money thing. And Universal, for whatever reason, doesn't want to do it. And Mark Ruffalo even made the joke like, "Yeah, they don't want to make money." You know what's gonna um, happen? Disney's gonna buy Universal just so they can do a freaking solo Hulk movie. Oh my god! I hope it doesn't happen. I or just not. buy the rights to to Hulk. Oh uh, no! But if they buy Universal, that just means they own all the Universal monsters. Like, watch it happen. Oh god! And then they're gonna do a multiverse with all the Universal monsters. God help me! Oh my god! Yeah, we know you, you hate the mouse. I know we know you hate the uh, mouse. No, it's not that I hate them. I just hate that they own everything. It's nightmarish. I can't. I can't. Oh, my All God. Right. All anyway, right. continue. So, Go on. N next question was, do we think the X-Men and Avengers are going to cross over in the multiverse? Um, we're going to get X-Men versus Avengers. That's going to be, like, probably not the next Avengers movie, but I would say the one after that is going to have to like be X-Men Avengers, Avengers Avengers or Young Avengers? Like... Yeah, no, no. Like, the next Avengers proper. So I think next what you're probably going to get is, like, Secret Wars or Secret Invasion, something like that. Well, I guess they are doing Secret Invasion on Disney+, Plus, but I think you're going to get Secret Wars, um, and then after that, you would probably get Avengers vs. X-Men, um, for sure. But I, I think they're going to start having to see the X-Men, like, coming up soon. And if... What they're doing in Spider-Man and Hawkeye, uh, bringing back Matt Murdock and the Kingpin, you can bring back any X-Men that you want. So if you want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, he's coming back. You want... Oh, I hope not. Shut up, Ariani. I don't want him uh, back. I want somebody else. <laughs> um, Give me Roy you know, Kent. Give me Daniel Radcliffe. Give me somebody that's not Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Please. No, I'm not uh, the worst. I'm right because it's 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 twenty something years. It's enough. Like please, give me forty. I don't care. I'm good with that. Ugh, no. Um, Let Hugh Jackman eat a carb. He's on Broadway. He's doing the Music Man. Let him do. He can, what he wants he can do whatever do. he wants. He he's good. Um, the, the other question was in the comics. Did they ever say with great power comes great responsibility? Yeah, that's a line from the comics. That's straight from Uncle Ben. That that's legit. Um, 
And what do we think Spidey's fate's going to be? So T's having technical difficulties right now. So we're just going to keep it going. Um, I think he's going to end up going to NYU and, and you're going to get um, more of the comic common characters from the Spider-Man universe. Like, I don't know what it means for it's not, not so much Spider-Man, but what it means for Can you guys MJ and Ned and those guys, like what actually happens to those side characters, right. That don't know Peter Parker anymore. So I, I think you can bring in Felicia Hardy and well, I mean, I guess obviously they're going to go with Venom, right? That's going to be the next thing that was teasing the post credits. Um, there you is know, a so... girl in the first in Homecoming. You see her for like a split second, and she she's when Peter's first walking into the school. You see her in the hallway, and she has this long silver hair, and I think she's supposed to be Felicia Hardy. So I in Homecoming, like a setup. in Homecoming. You see her for like barely a second, but she you see her walk across the camera as Peter's walking in. And as soon as I saw her, I was like, wow, that looks like Felicia Hardy. And I was watching with my friend. He was like, hello, girl, that that's supposed to be Felicia Hardy. I'm like, oh, OK. So I guess that's like a thing that like they threw in there, I guess, for people to, to catch on to. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't remember that. But I mean, I know she was it's, set up in the Andrew Garfield movies. I, she was in the, the she was in the the Tobey Maguire too. Um, what's her name? Oh no, that was Betty Brant. Oh, you're thinking, um, yeah, yeah. You're Be- thinking Betty Brant was um, what's her name from Forty Year Old Virgin? Elizabeth, um, Elizabeth. Uh, yes, Elizabeth. Whatever. Elizabeth that one. Banks. Yes, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Felicia Hardy, I I was definitely in. It's the Rogue One, uh, actress. I think. What's the main oh, actress from Rogue One? You're right. Sorry. It's um the British girl. I forget her name. Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. right. Um. Is my phone giving you an echo? Because I'm I'm on my phone right now. What happened to no. your computer? It just died. I thought I had it plugged in, so it died. So I'm running through my phone right now. But oh. um. No, you're good. You're fine. Okay, okay. That's we're, gonna, we're talking about where Spider-Man goes next. Yeah, guys, we didn't even talk about the villains in this movie yet. We don't need to. It's the same. What guys. do you mean you don't need to? We had Very Willem Dafoe and, and and Alfred Molina completely chewing everybody up. Chewing oh, everybody I didn't up. see that. No, I didn't see it because the the footage was so dark. I didn't notice they were in there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. I loved him. I love him so much. Put him in more things. I mean, he's no, in he's... he's in he's in movies all the time, but I'm just like, I he's so good, like he is too good for these movies to be quite honest. Like, I just I he was the one I was most excited to see, I think. No, he's he's great. Alfred Molina's great. Um, Thomas Hayden Church and Riz Diffens. So, so I said it was interesting that they were basically CGI characters the entire time. And you pointed out something, Ariani, that they only did voice voice work in this movie. They only right? did voice work and any footage they had of their actual faces and bodies was recycled from previous appearances. Because I was like, wow, Thomas Hayden Church has not aged a day. And it's because he hadn't. They literally pulled that same footage from 2000. 
three. <laughs> You know, because <laughs> there was no way they were going to bring them in for that one shot. Just no way. But they collected a check for reading the lines, which is, yeah. yep. which is okay. I thought it was weird, though, that Thomas Hayden Church was just CGI the whole time because that wasn't the case in Spider-Man 3. Right, right. That That's what made me think of it. It's the scene where they're in Happy's apartment. And he's sitting on a couch and he's the Sandman and he's like yeah. making a joke about how he's leaving sand everywhere. I'm like, why wouldn't you just turn yourself into Thomas Hayden Church? But I guess if you got to give Toby and Andrew the bag, you're going to cut corners on, on that. But I don't know. You have to CGI all that stuff. So how much do you really save by CGI versus actually having an actor on set? Did they have to film this during COVID? I don't remember. Or was filming I... done before the, the pandemic? I, I mean, it has has to be at least two years, right? You figure was, because they had... I, I think it was mostly filmed during COVID. Like, half and half, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense if, like, if you're going to have a room full of people and half of them are CGI, you know. I mean, least... I said this, too, after when we went out to dinner afterwards. Like, the core cast is relatively small. Like, there's only, like, really 12, 12 probably speaking parts in the whole movie. Right? Yeah, if you... You're right. I mean, it's a really, really tiny cast when you actually think about it. Yeah, uh -huh. they had the teachers. They only had the teachers in for that one scene. Right. Right. J.B. Smoove and, and Martin Starr were just there, and then that was yeah. it. And, Han right and Hannibal Burst. <laughs> Hannibal Burst. Right, Hannibal Burst. He was in it, too. <laughs> he was like, he did not like Peter. <laughs> um, But they only had them for that one scene. Right. Oh, we have a question. It seemed to me Strange uh, was acting funny in No Way Home, somewhat reckless. Well, that's a thing that people predicted. People were just like, Strange is not himself. There's that's no way that's Doctor Strange. That's a that's a clone. That's a variant. That's something. But it's it's him. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be you a scroll. You know why? Because he's not the Sorcerer Supreme. My boy Wong <laughs> got it on a technicality. <laughs> he got it on. You want to hear my theory about that? About about I Wong? Sure. They're going to fridge him in, in Multiverse of Madness. Don't you dare! Don't you dare wish that on me, because I swear to God. I'm not it's... wishing anything. I'm just looking at the, the pieces on the board, because Doctor Strange eventually becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. How does he become the Sorcerer Supreme? He happens during Multiverse of Madness. Why? Because Wong is killed. He's getting so much play in so many movies now that they're setting something up. They're setting something up. He's like the Coulson in phase one. Hope not, because that would really upset me because Wong is a G, okay? Wong is a straight thug. I love him. He's the best. And I, I forget that his name is Benedict. I'm like, wow, they have Benedict and Benedict acting <laughs> against each other <laughs> and they're both british too which is i'm just like that's got to be weird right like <laughs> a little bit i guess and he, um his name is wrong and he plays a character anymore but um everybody's favorite youth pastor i thought was great in this movie he finally played an age-appropriate peter parker and he was uh always age appropriate he just happens to not have a baby face like tom holland <laughs> No, he was he was almost thirty playing a high school kid, wasn't he? He was like yeah. twenty three when he did the first Spider Man, and that's that's about the same age as Tom Holland is now. Oh, I, well, 
either way. Uh, I mean, 3. I 3.0 is looking up Toby Maguire's age, I think, for us because I, I know right. he was in his 20s, and that's not that different. Like, then, yeah, he's 46 now. If those movies were 20 years ago, he was 26. More than more than 20 right. years ago. All right, so he was only he was closer to 30 than he was to 17. Yeah, but Tom Holland's also 25. <laughs> You know, so it's just like well, but Tom Holland started Spider Man five, six years ago. Right. How old yeah. is Tom Holland now? He's twenty five now. He's been playing Spider Man for like T said, five yeah, but, years. Yeah, but Andrew Garfield's almost forty. He was older than Toby when he started those movies, you know, so Tom Yeah, see Tom Holland's twenty five now. Very young. Tom Holland was cast very young. Tom Holland was cast very young, but I'm saying Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire were both not young either when they got cast in their movies, or at least not young as young as Tom was when he was cast. But Toby does not really have much of a baby face, and neither does Andrew. Andrew has as cheekbones, you know. But sure, I, I think sure. it's oh oh <laughs> something. I don't know if you guys heard me when I was saying it before, but what? um. The first time you hear with great power comes great responsibility in the comic. I believe it's not coming from Uncle Ben, but it's coming from Stan Lee in a yellow caption. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that there's never a, a word balloon that came out of his mouth where Uncle Ben didn't say that in the comics. I'm saying that the first time it was said, it's... it's um. It's Stan Lee. I mean, Sounds well, like the writer Stan would say, honestly, right? You know, um, but that—that's—that's I, I, my understanding. I could be wrong. Well, three has the Google machine yeah. in front of him, and he's gonna find out for us. Let's see. Is T right? Let's find out. It's hard. Yeah, hard it's, to it's, see. A, well, it's a text box for sure. Throw that up on the screen. Throw that up on the screen. Yeah. Don't don't give them more work. <laughs> we, we need high production value. That's why we have them here. <laughs> high production value. That's why you're talking to us through your phone. You, you want to be the man in the chair. You got to be the man in the chair. Right. <laughs> Ariani, don't give me a hard time about tech issues. Don't you dare. That, don't you true. dare. I'm just saying, Go my ahead. phone is never. Hey, listen, it, it's Festivus. It's time to air our grievances. Go ahead. Listen, I had I had an <laughs> apocalyptic situation, and I'm still here, and I'm on my phone, and I'm still doing it. I yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. I, I problem solve. I saw a problem. I don't come to you with problems. I come to you with solutions. Right, three point Right, vanilla ice. <laughs> exactly. Vanilla. Um. Do we have anything else to say about this movie? Anything in particular that stood out to us? I can't wait to go see it again. I mean, this Omicron is really screwing me up because I was really hoping to take my kids after Christmas. I just want to see my son's reaction when he sees three Spider-Men swinging around. You know what, um, you know what I like more than them fighting? I like them together in the lab doing science stuff. Yeah. I like yeah. that the most. And Every course, personal they, scene they that the, they had together. They did the meme. They did the stupid meme <laughs> where like Ned is like Peter and they're like, yeah, who, what? Like they're all like pointing at each other. I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> they did the thing. 
That was too easy. Yes. The, yeah, the, the Spider-Man pointing meme. Thank you, 3.0, for bringing that up. <laughs> why why um, are you pointing a dum-dum at me, T? <laughs> first, it's, it's, it's funny that you thought I was pointing it at you. I wonder, I, I'd like to, I'd like to, maybe you want to talk to your therapist about that, but, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you're going to point it at anyone, we all know it's not going to be Spade. <laughs> Spade well, I mean, has his moments. Mo Spade has his moments. Spade has his moments. <laughs> hey, hey, Spade, <laughs> what does, what, what, who is the king of Atlantis in Marvel? <laughs> Namor or Namor, <laughs> however. Whichever way is the more. wrong way. I I I give Spade a hard he time. He always gets on me. All the time. Why? It's Namor, isn't it? Right. It's, said, it's Namor. Or I, Namor. I don't even know. I don't even know how I say it anymore. Is he there got me not a up. cartoon? There's no cartoon out there that, that confirms a pronunciation? I, I've I never know. heard anyone ever say Namor. Like, other than Spade. <laughs> I yeah I, I don't know I must have heard that on a podcast somewhere and just picked it up subconsciously like the whole Thanos Thanos thing Thanos That's, yeah there, there's there's that some people who say Thanos but oh. um all right, I, the, the I mid credit Jim scene Marlin, I saw Jim oh who was with me three were you with me we went to that Comic Con in over over by um Carousels. were you there that day with us no. Nah. Uh, who who's in the chat that might but have gone with us? Was it um, Denzel's not in the chat, is he? No, no. So we but went. We have... we had, there, there was a whole thing. Jim Starlin was talking about it. I got uh, one of my nephews got a picture with Jim Starlin. He was talking wow. about Thanos the entire time. He said Thanos. It was Jim Starlin. He knows how to say it. He made him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have something in the chat that we that we didn't uh, talk yeah. about. Or, uh, I was disappointed that Venom was highlighted. I understand why because it's Sony co-production. Yeah, that was a really dumb thing to set up for no reason. Because I was what waiting was that? to be the same. that Venom was 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 set up at the end of of uh, uh, let there be carnage. carnage. Let there be carnage, and then he shows up in the mid credits, and all he does is leave some Venom goo in the MCU. Yes, and Danny Rojas is in, <laughs> in the post credits with him. <laughs> Senior, senior, I lost my family for five years, right? <laughs> um, the symbiote yeah, but... is life. The symbiote is life. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love, I love Venom. I'm probably the only one who loves Venom more than I think anybody in this in this chat. I love the Venom movies. I think they're great. Um, I was really sad if they were gonna set up Tom Hardy. To me, it felt like a waste for him to just yeah. leave a drop of venom goo. They uh, they Ralph Bonered it. When when it comes down to it, they Ralph Bonered it on us. All right, whatever. They, anyway. they teased it. They teased it one week and pulled it back the next week. That's basically yeah. what they did. Yeah, that's something I'm sure you're used to. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's true though. They they no, they set that, that up. Was... Tom Hardy is a big, you know. Thing. I really thought at the end of this we were going to get a merged universe of all of this uh, stuff. I'm going to be really disappointed if every time they open up the multiverse it's just put back together by the end of the movie. Like I really hope that by the end of Doctor Strange everything is just messed up beyond belief. 
and we don't and then just anything's fair game we don't know what's going to happen in quantumania that's a far that's a far way off still is that supposed to come out next year they're going to they're going to introduce john krasinski as mr fantastic oh i'll vomit if they do (laughs) i'll bring i'll bring the bucket because i want to see that i you know who i want you know who i want for mr fantastic the um the handsome man from Midnight Mass, the the chief, John Krasinski, Rahul Rahul Kauli. I think that's how I think that's how you pronounce his name. I yeah. think he's very handsome. He's very good, and he's a small actor. He's not very. He's not super famous. He looks There's like no small George. actors. There's no small parts. Only small actors. Well, he's not a very well known actor, and the one thing I like that the MCU does is that they bring actors who are not very famous and then they become household names. Did you guys know Tom Holland before he was Spider-Man? Yeah. No, nobody did. Did you guys know Chris Hemsworth before he was Actually, Thor? Tom Holland was in He, he was, was in, in Mud, right? Movie. What was it called? The little kid does good dancing in England movie. Billy Elliot. There it is. <laughs> he was in He wasn't in the movie. He was like in a production of that. He's very uh, famous for being in Billy Elliot. But nobody knew Tom Hiddleston really before Thor. Nobody knew Chris Hemsworth. Nobody knew like there's so many actors that nobody Elizabeth Olsen wasn't a well-known name. Her sisters were very famous, but nobody knew who who she was. Now she's more famous than her sisters. So things like that is what I like that the MCU does. They can bring in big actors like Robert Downey Jr. fine. And Robert Downey Jr. was on really thin ice when he got cast in Iron Man. Like, super thin ice. Um, So, if they can bring in an actor who's not very famous to play Reed Richards or anybody else in a Fantastic Four, I will be more than happy. But fan casts that people just have thrown out on the internet for years don't interest me. I think it's boring to do that. Uh, So, so Ariane whatever and that's fair and and you know i respect that opinion and i and i feel that's a re- actually a really good thing that marvel and i agree with everything you said but krasinski's more than a fan cast he's had meetings his you know he's 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 taken meetings there's been conversations oh because it seems he's, like he's, every he's time... suited up as captain america kevin feige wants him on board and that kevin feige has said as much um maybe that's not fine. for mr Maybe not for, for Mr. If Fantastic. If it's for something Kevin other than Mr. Fantastic, yeah. If it's for anything other than Mr. Fantastic, I'll be happy. But him, putting him as Mr. Fantastic to me is too easy. If there's if there's somebody else he can play, great. I I I think uh, to me it's too boring to have him as Mr. Fantastic. At least bring bring a man of color. Let's do that. Let's 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 have some some, you know. heroes in MCU who are non-white besides T'Challa who is no longer with us and Shuri has probably ruined (laughs) her career at this point and Monica Rambeau and And, Monica Rambeau and and the Falcon and War Machine I think think Marvel is in the past it started very white male and I think uh, they're 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 almost at a point where it's they're, they're, it, things are getting better. Yeah, 
And that's why I think if they bring a non-white person to play Mr. Fantastic, and I don't mean it to do it like, oh, as a checkbox, like, yes, check, 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 because I casting people of color should not be a check mark. It should be a conscious choice. And to bring those conscious choices into the character. So 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 um I'm just saying and, and I'm repeating, you know, like a lot of our conversations go, it's about the money. Mm. If you put John Krasinski in that role, that's gonna be a lot of money earned. It He's would make money for the buck. Anyway, it'll, be, it'll, it'll it'll increase. It'll be a huge box office if they do that. I, but it'll I, it'll make money you know, anyway. <laughs> put the Marvel name on a turd, and it's gonna make money. Listen, it's, it's gonna make money. Listen, <laughs> um, Ariani. Small art films are very profitable. They make double the money that they they that they that they cost to make. Um, but when you make a movie for $10 million and then you make $20 million off of it, these big studios are not interested in that kind of stuff, right? So that's that's the, in the end, issues. Yes, small films are very profitable. What do we mean by very profitable? You know, when they're going to come out with a Fantastic Four movie, they want, it's any, every, anything other than a billion dollar movie is a failure to them. Well, and they need it. They need that's, a 10. That's... They need a 10. I'm just saying what you're saying. I'm just agreeing with everything you've told me over the past. I don't know, since I'd known you. Um, he... so, and, and, and so, so John Krasinski is safe money and it's going to increase the value of that film. Now, I think he'll do a very good job. I really like what's his name um, uh, that you brought up. I follow him on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore. But I follow him on Twitter. I really like him. Um, uh, uh, and, I, and I think that the Fantastic Four could definitely use some casting diversity and not just one, you know, token player in there. Um, uh, uh, but um, but J John Krasinski is a good casting choice for Mr. Fantastic. I saw somebody say, I saw some fan casting fake spoiler that had one of the guys from It's Always Sunny as Reed Richards. And Seth Rogen is yeah, Ben. Glenn, so the guy, Glenn so Howerton. Mac? No, or... no, Glenn Howerton, the one that plays uh, Dennis. Dennis? But Mac yeah. looks more like Reed Richards. And he gets, he he's really ripped already now. <laughs> um, Actually, Seth Rogen is my choice for Ben Grimm. He he's actually Jewish. He's actually Jewish, and, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that. And, you know, and he's Seth only got, he's really only a voice. Because he's going to be CGI after he turns, so that's true. I think I but, think they, it, there's also a good opportunity for um, Johnny Storm not to be male. I think I think they could gender swap Johnny Storm. I think that would be good. Jenny Storm, that'd be cute. I, I know Spade, Spade wants there to be a multiverse where where Chris Evans shows up as, as Johnny Storm. Listen, listen, absolutely. Listen. Uh, Ariani, Anthony and I have been telling you things are going to go down in Multiverse of Madness. Things are going to go down. The, the, there, there has been rumors about Chris Evans being in there. It's just who is he going to be? Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of rumors. He have to be Captain America. No, but here's the thing. I don't want to put too much 
expectations on Multiverse of Madness to be like they have to throw this, they have to throw Chris Evans as as Johnny Storm, and they have to throw in Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I don't want I don't want to throw all that in there because one, there's not going to be as many leaks I think as there were with this movie because I think all those leaks came from Sony. Yeah, Sony has more leaks. Sony has more leaks than 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 Titanic took a sh- Yeah. <laughs> Sony has way too many leaks. They got hacked. Do you remember when they got North hacked Korea years ago? North Korea saw this movie six months ago. Well, do you remember that they got hacked like years yeah, ago? That, that Sony, was the joke. Was a, well, that either was... way, either way, Sony has too many leaks. I think Disney has more like a tighter hold on it. So if people have projections of what's going to happen, I don't want there to be like, well, this sucks because so-and-so didn't happen. And I think it's... I I think this Doctor Strange is going to be better than the last one because I did not like the last one because I don't like Scott Derrickson but I do love Sam Raimi and I hope I hope mm-hmm. even if it's bad I'm happy Sam Raimi yeah, did you just Strange admit movie. that you go into films already with your opinion formed before you watch them did you just admit that to us no I just I hope just did. all I have is hope all I, I think based hope. on who's involved, you have higher expectations. And the problem do, is you I don't have... like a lot of people. Like Morbius, you're going to hate it. We already know that. It could well, be gonna... an Oscar-winning contender, um, but we already well, know you're going to hate that. Well, Jared Jared Leto has won an Oscar, you know. And I might like Morbius just because it could be a good movie. I just don't care for Jared Leto as a person. You know, I don't like Chris Pratt as a person, but I still like the Guardians movies. So... <laughs> 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 so we'll see. I can I can be objective about things. But but look, here here's the thing. If you're going to open up the multiverse and you're going to start doing this, if you didn't have Toby and Andrew show up, it frankly, yeah, the movie could have still worked, but it would have been a huge letdown. If there's not some random cameos, and I'm not saying it's got to be like involved like Toby and Andrew were in this movie, but if you're just running around and the other way running is, you know, like T said, the Flash or something like that. But even more Marvel related, like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine or something like that, just in a scene with like similar to his scene in um in X-Men First Class. Like yeah. if you're not going to do stuff like that, what's the point of the multiverse? You know who they should bring? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is Daredevil again. That I would be happy to see. I would be so happy <laughs> to see that because I like Ben Affleck. And so I like Kevin, him as Daredevil. I think Kevin Feige is sitting down right now going, we're going to have to outdo this Spider-Man movie because they did the multiverse now. And it was that it, I don't think it's going to I don't think multiverse of madness is going to be as good as far from home. But I think they're going to go bigger. And I think because of the success and how Kevin Feige is looking at that footage that Anthony is posting and see the emotional reactions going through this. He is going to go deep. 20th century, those X-Men movies are 100% going to be represented in it. And everybody close your ears right now if you don't want spoilers. I'm pretty much guaranteeing right now, close your ears, turn, turn off the mic, turn the volume down. That it, there's going to be a a yeah. A, everybody, Patrick, turn everything off and then listen to what he has to say. Right, pa- Patrick Stewart, <laughs> Patrick Stewart, Professor X fighting Wanda. 
I'm, 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 I'm putting that down there. Anybody wants to take a hundred dollar bet with me on that? I, I, you know, that's, that, that's that I would be okay seeing. That's pretty I much in the bag. To see that. That's going to be that's pretty much in the bag. Um, and 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 you know, like Anthony said, you know, having having uh, 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 Nick Cage Ghost Rider along with Wesley Snipes and they go on a mission together. You know what I mean? It's going to, this is the kind of stuff we're going to see because it's multiverse of madness. That means shit is hitting the fan. Things are going to go cray cray. And if and it if, doesn't deliver. And if they're not doing it, they need to hire madness, me if they don't for my ideas. Madness and multiverse in the title. It's a failure. After Spider-Man. Well, it's also, it's also, also supposed to be a horror movie and seeing nope. how we saw that's, like the evil doctor you, strange you know you're, you're that you're like doctor strange using the time gem right there that was a long long time ago new jack city was a long long time ago that script is out it's been gone for a long time so then why bring in sam raimi who is a horror director because toby mcguire's gonna be in it because Kevin Feige, he was supposed to die in this movie. And Kevin Feige says, no, 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 no. He has to be in Multiverse of Madness. You don't have any confirmation of that. You're making shit up. <laughs> You're literally making making stuff up. This, if it happens, you're great. Recording you're, this, right? You have you're recording no this, confirmation. Right? This I, is all recorded, right? I would oh, be shit. surprised. I don't have... I don't have uh, I don't have my garage band on. You're recording this, right? 3.0. All right, good. Oh, I got I got scared for a second. Yeah, okay. Listen, <laughs> I would be surprised. Everybody. Listen, listen, hold on. I would be surprised if by summertime we're not talking about that there was a deal made for Toby and Sam to come back because they're gonna do Spider Man four. And that's gonna be the Sony Spider Man. I think what they're well, gonna do is similar to what DC is doing with Batman. How Michael Keaton's back, and he's gonna. You see the news today; he's gonna be in the Batgirl movie. So, like, Sony can have their version of Spider-Man, and the MCU is gonna have their version of Spider-Man, and people won't care. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're smart enough now to know the difference of what's what. That's so obnoxious, though. That's too it's, much. It's not gonna, it's Even not that's gonna too be, much for me. It's not gonna be Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. They'll be one of those will be in it. But it will be Miles Morales. It will be Miles Morales because everyone is dying for that live action Miles Morales. And the MCU will have Tom Holland and Sony will have Miles Morales and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah. Too much. Uh, I saw it in. No, there's not enough. Give me more. Um, God. Yep, but when's the next Marvel show on, on Disney Plus? We don't even have an announcement yet, but but I'm ready for it. Give me Daredevil. When, when's Give the me next Daredevil. Marvel thing? When's the next Marvel movie? Marvel? It's it's Multiverse of Madness. When is that it's, coming out? It's Multiverse in May. Well, that's so in we, May. We have a good break in the meantime. I, I I am happy with a Marvel break right now. I'm looking forward to Boba Fett. I'm good. I'm good with a break. We need yeah. a break because it's been a lot that we've gotten this year. I, I think "What If" a was a little lot. too much for me. I I I, st- I I I felt the fatigue for the first time during "What If." Yeah. No, I think I think we'll get either She-Hulk, um, Moon Knight, or Miss Marvel next. One of those three will probably be coming up next. Miss Marvel, I know, got delayed because it's probably going to come out closer to when 
the Captain Marvel sequel comes out. So my guess would be the other two probably sometime in March. One of them will come out in March. You know what I think is going to be the deal with Multiverse of Madness? I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be the setup for for a lot of consequences in future MCU movies. Because remember how like Age of Ultron wasn't that good? But it set up a lot. It set up a lot of things. It set up Vision and Wanda and Sokovia and the Cords. It set it, it. Age of Ultron had a lot of consequences. It set up Black Widow, a bunch of stuff. So hopefully, Multiverse of Madness is better than Age of Ultron, which is a low bar to clear. So I think it'll be better. But I think it's just gonna be setting up. What what's more. What's making you compare Multiverse of Madness to Age of Ultron? Because Age of Ultron wasn't that great a movie, but Age of Ultron had a lot of consequences. So, but why Multiverse of Madness? Just because I think of what's going to come in the future, like Quantumania. And literally, it's in the title, Multiverse. The Multiverse was closed at the end of No Way Home. No, so, it was broke and, open and, at the end of, it's broke open at the end of Loki. The multiverse okay, but, is, is, is shattered right now. Okay, but we don't have an, any idea which came first or which came after. Like, we don't know what's a consequence of what. Like, there's a lot. Time, of, is, a, time is a flat circle. It's all happening yeah. at the same time. Fantastic. In any case, and we have America Chavez who kicks holes into, <laughs> into, into you know, portals. But, but, but I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, you go, you, hoping that multiverse of madness is better than that age of Ultron. I that, yes, you're correct. That, that, that is a very low. <laughs> that is a very low bar, and I just think the comparison is strange. I and think that, the, o- the only point, the only point that it's it's I'm making is that I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be a very consequential movie, oh, in the okay. way that Age of Ultron was a very. Right. Consequential I didn't understand here, that. Here, hold on. Two two things. Um. We got some questions. Is Daredevil still available on Netflix? It is. It still shows up in my algorithm as stuff that I could watch. It's, it, all the Marvel stuff is still there on, on Netflix. Um, and also, ha- have we seen the Doctor Strange What If episode? Uh, yeah, we, we did. Um, it's awesome. It's one of the best ones of the series. And my that's totally one. that version. That's totally that version of Doctor Strange in the trailer, for sure. Right. I actually and, heard and... something different. I heard something different. I, I mean, I know... It's evil strange, but it seems like the evil strange in what if was more sad. Like he was more like like regretful and stuff like like that versus the evil strange that we see in the trailer. He's just like a baddie, you know, he's like ha like he's like that kind of baddie versus the one in what if he seems like Right, because um, cause the one in, like, in what if like looks like by the monster. end than right but but, but by know. the end he looks like he repent he repented so, and he was like the on thing, the side right the yeah. thing with the what if with dr strange is and this is what i read is that this is the 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 issue of the episode of what if that kevin feige had the most direct control over um uh two in the tra- in the trailer for multiverse of madness Doctor Strange, a, a doctor, one of the Doctor Strange, whoever Doctor Strange it is, he's shooting the tentacles out, of, tentacles out of his arm, his hands, 
just like the evil, the, the bad Dr. Strange and the Dr. Strange what if. Um, uh, tentacles coming out all over the place. Then they show Shumagora, which is, you know, uh, a derivative of H.P. Lovecraft's um, Shubnigarath. Um, so this is all kind of, it, everything points. And I, and I get what you're saying, Ariani, because he kind of is like real, real sinister. But he just, but the line is like, things got out of control, man. So, I mean, you know, he could be just making a, a, a dark joke, you know? You know what I think we're going to see now that I'm thinking? If they're bringing in what if characters into this, they're going to bring in Captain Carter. That, that's that's been rumored. That's think- been rumored. I think that's I think that's a good chance of that happening. That's easy. That's an easy get. Getting um, Haley Atwell in and have her be in a Captain Carter costume. That's that's easy. Um, maybe they can bring in Party Thor. No. Um, they already did. Party. No, I would the like the to- only other one that I think has a possibility is um, Lake Bell voiced Black Widow in What If. Yeah, and yeah. she's in the cast in an undisclosed role for Black Panther two. So, oh, okay. Do you bring Do you bring her in as a different version of Natasha? Which I think technically is, you who can. Is, who's the actress? Lake Bell. Lake Bell. So she was the voice of I'm Black Widow up. in What If. In what? Yeah. Right. Because it's kind of weird. As far as they didn't um, bring every voice, they didn't bring every. They didn't bring like uh, like. What do like I know three her from? Pretty much biggest actors. She's the voice uh, of Poison she, Ivy, in uh, yeah, uh, in which but she's been in a bunch of things. Movies have I seen her in? Um, I don't know. <laughs> let's see. look her up. I am. Um, oh, in a world, in a world, in a. World. Oh yeah, she was in that. That, that that's what I know her from. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, and she plays what a voice actress in there. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was I gonna say, man? Oh, god. All right. Well, she's well, she's trying to figure that out. I was cut off when I was saying there is an industry-wide problem in theaters with the bulbs. Look it up. It 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 it's it's really bad multiplexes do it all the time bulbs are super expensive and martin scorsese has complained about it big film directors when they go to film uh, uh movie theaters that aren't set up properly you're not dreaming that the all these films are dark um there there's a problem with the projectors and it is a money saving uh thing on time in terms of theaters email your theaters and complain that's it. That's my public service announcement. And on that I'm note, not get um, into it. <laughs> you guys want to wrap up? We've been going for an hour and a half already. I, uh, unless anybody in the chat's got some more questions, I think uh, now's a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you, long haired camel and, you... and animated architecture for always showing up like clockwork for these things. Thank you so much. It means a lot to us. Yeah, th- thanks to everybody that came out. There was a couple other people in chat for for sure. This was a lot of fun. Who else was um, in there? Other other people, but they they might have been gone by now. But yeah, d- decent amount of people showed up. But yeah, just thanks for coming. Uh, happy holidays. 
Hawkeye was awesome. Spider-Man's the greatest thing ever. Um, Ariani, anything to say? I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> there you go. T, you want to rap, send us home? Uh, rap? I could do a Spider-Man rap. You want me to spit fire? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.